Hello and welcome back to another episode of Less Than 10, an Evenline Small Gang PvP podcast. Uh, I'm Farrell and this is episode 45. Uh, today I'm joined by my co-hosts Casper and Ten. Say hi guys. What up? And our guest tonight is Isaac Collins. He's a low-sec resident and he is currently running for CSM. Say hello. Howdy. How's it going? So today we're going to talk about a pretty interesting topic mainly about kind of like eve geography and movement uh in different areas of space and uh we'll talk with isaac a little bit about his csm campaign stuff and you know as normal we're going to talk about what we've been up to lately uh but first just wanted to mention our sponsor today and this episode is brought to you by 07 coffee company 07 is a coffee roastery based in the united states with the goal of providing you a premium cup of coffee no matter where you are whether you're camping with a family or stuck at the office or kicking over your fifth Athenor at 3 a.m. in the morning, 07 has delicious options for you. For premium coffee at retail rates, check out 07coffeecompany.com. That's all one word, 07coffeecompany.com. And use the code NANO at checkout for 10% off. Uh, so yeah, these guys are, are, have, been, have been really great helping us out. Um, so please check it out. I've been satisfied. 10's been set aside. Casper hasn't tried it yet. I'll try and get him some. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sweet, guys. So, yeah, what have you guys been up to? I'll kind of start. Uh, I had a period of time. I've been really busy lately. I wasn't on last app. Um, crazy busy in real life. Lots of stuff going on. And, and I also had some good fights in low sec, which is funny because we actually fought like the dudes that Isaac Collins flies with, which we'll get into later. Um, and that's about it. Just like some fun fights there. Uh, low sec stuff. Um. Oh, I fed my alt. I fed a, like a couple bill in my alt uh, to Edencom in high sec in a hauler. That was pretty cool. It's like because <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> uh, I was I. <laughs> what I've been up to lately is actually getting uh, a Pathfinder set up uh, for our alliance. It's like a self-hosted Pathfinder. So I was learning about network stuff and Linux and command line and all that jazz. So I was trying to multi-box hauling and nerd linux stuff and uh yeah one of my one of my high tech systems was even gone. <laughs> it didn't work out two and a half bill later oof yeah that's about it what, what about you guys um what have i been up to lately uh i've been actually flying stabbers a lot recently um because i bought one on a whim the other day and it just wouldn't die for days and days and days um, and it finally died in a fight with, you know, like, I don't know, 12 cruisers of various calibers and a couple of battle cruisers and an Abaddon and some other stuff um, out in Providence. Uh, but we killed a Brutix. And also, turns out that a stabber with rapid light missile launchers um, is really good at killing overly ambitious maledictions. <laughs> like really good. They die really quickly. Um, nice. So killed a couple of those, killed a Brutix, you know, died in a fire when a uh, Vagabond got on top of me because 
that's like a stabber plus plus plus. So that, yeah. was, that was about that. <laughs> nice. Just uh, out of curiosity, what's better for bumping jump freighters? Uh, a stabber with the 100 MN or um, or the 500 MN, I can't recall. Um, or the uh, Macarial with uh, just normal mods? Probably the Macarial, since it's got a lot more mass to transfer. Okay. I was just curious. That's probably I've uh, never had such the pleasure. Like, we get a few jump freighters. It's been the next branch of piracy that I've been... Wanting, itching to, to mess around with. We get a lot of jump freighters in the system right next to Rancer. And, uh, uh, you can't catch them on the stations unless you're in like some amazing super. Um, so the only option is to bump them. So I'm very curious how that works. Uh, lately, what have I been up to? Man, I've been flying... I know, I feel like I always talk about this, but I've been flying a heck of a lot of retributions. But I've been doing them in Genos. And there's, a, there's been a debate lately, you know, snakes versus Genos. But I feel like everything can apply to me in a retry, and I get forced off way too often in snakes, so it's not really mitigating much. And I'm mainly just getting forced off because I'm having to run the repper, and then I'm low on cap and just have to get pull, you know, pull away. So running retries kind of fixes that problem, or genos, sorry, in the retry fixes the problem a little bit because you get an ADC, and then you can stay on grid for a lot longer. I feel like because you're going to take the damage anyway, so why not be able to tank it? And you just you know get kind of a reset button if things get too far. So I've been really really enjoying that the extra cap you know lets you run the ripper even longer, and you have the same damage output. So I just feel like overall it's it's a better way to run the retry now that all the nerfs have been in there and everything applies. So I'm playing mm -hmm. that a hell of a lot, uh, and that's that's really about it. I want to actually ask you something because so, I saw a ship that you're flying okay. that you lost, and I and I wanted to ask you about it, and I haven't yet, so I'll just. So the shield beam legion, tell me about it. <laughs> well, that that particular ship fired its guns two times before it died, so <laughs> I'm not so proud of it. But that thing is actually amazing at like super far anti-tackle. Uh, you can sit, you know, 140k out if you bring your own info links, and just annihilate things. It's like it's sitting at a jackdaw with like 200 more damage than a jackdaw does at you know instant damage. And it feels really, really fun. So I, how stole it, it, I stole Amelia's for a while and used it, and that's why I bought one. But mine obviously died. So is is it a is it comparable to like an Oracle at like seventy? Like, can you use it like that as well as super yeah, far? Yeah, you, or, you or can no? use it. Uh, no, like one forty is about as far as you can get. I mean, you can. Yeah. But well, that's super far. Yeah. yeah, which is great, and you can also, you know, if you need to, switch to multi and sit at like forty and do eight hundred DPS or some shit. It's really like an oracle that can take a bunch more hits and stay on grid with yeah. better tracking. When I saw it, that's what I thought. I was like, hmm. And then, yeah, so I, I've been meaning to pick one up to fly it because it looked, it piqued my interest. I was yeah. like, I've been flying if, oracle uh, lately, actually. And yeah, if you have the skill, you know, some people have uh, scanning skills in this game, I heard. If you have the skill, it does have a probe launcher. Just, just saying. Very nice. Cool. So just real quick to revisit your, your Geno Retri, yeah. what's your slot five? Uh, on the pod? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Sorry. Hold on. I should have this memorized, but I actually have Eve open, so it, give me two seconds. Is either snake, snakes or nomads, right? Oh, it's nomad. Or, it's, it's nomad it's uh, epsilon, yeah. Okay. I was curious yeah. if... Is, uh, uh, Halo's not, about... not good enough? Yeah, no, because you're going to get hit anyway. Uh, you really need Lynx and X-Instinct to do that, and you just get applied to so well by all the things in Null that you can't use okay. it too much. 
Yeah, I just realized I'm going to be asking a lot of stupid questions no, throughout you, a lot of this, so this I apologize good. in advance. I know, like, you're just just to give the audience a bit of some background, like, Isaac does a lot of low sex stuff. Um, yeah. So, not a lot of like, the roaming null, null yeah game, yeah big brain stuff, like so. going around like i can i can make a fit that's like fun to do like I, I i get the visceral pleasure of like you know making some special fit where it's like uh, oh does this work no oh, oh this worked oh that's that feels satisfying uh but uh i definitely i don't know um how important whatever sig or speed is depend on like i know they're important i just don't know which one's like more important and all these kinds yeah. of questions that's I was kind of curious because you were talking about the cap life being such an issue. I was wondering if you thought about putting a um, Rapture slot five in it because it's like five percent cap regen just from yeah. the slot five. Huh, that's something to think about. Yeah, that's actually a good one. Almost forgot about the Raptures. I didn't even. Yeah, yeah it's been years. <laughs> good, good. Nano brain just divert, divert to agility. Literally just speed. sort of the new meta ten. You know, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Isaac? Uh, so I fly. I fly very few different ships. Um, I I skilled into a Drakovac. I don't know why, because like when you're um, so I guess I'll give like a little bit of insight to what gate camping is like. So if you want to be a pirate, um, what you're going to need are three different kinds of ships. You will need a smart bomber. You will need some form of webs, either a rapier or a shimu, and you will need a hick, preferably the Phobos, Onyx, or the broadsword. The Devoter is hot garbage in gate camping besides its EHP, which you can get similar values from the uh, Phobos from. Um, but the reason it's hot garbage is because you can only fit three Cebus instead of four. Um, and those the, the difference matters a lot in gate camping. Uh, but generally, I fly an Onyx, and uh, you can see, I mean, I've lost so many of these. Uh, it's uh, two, two large shield extenders uh with uh four cebus and then just damage mods to get to 700 uh dps so you're able to basically effectively um solo camp like haulers like uh like viators and stuff like that but you can also kill like some cruisers and stuff like that but anything bigger than that and you start to play a risky game if you're by yourself and that um but i lose a lot of those um i recently started flying the golem for these little pve sites uh, i definitely wanted to touch up on that because I, I know you guys think uh Marauders are a bit OP, and I'd probably agree on the Varger, but I don't feel like the Golem hits quite the same uh, uh, issue as the Varger does. I'd agree with that, actually. Yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah, it doesn't get the I'm 150 kilometers away tracking bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah the auto cannon of like all, all, all the, the range. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, I guess that we could. Our buddy, um, it's funny, like this whole, so like a big flagship of my campaign is that gate camps are content and that they spawn more content. And I didn't actually know you, that Feyrol was the host of this show until actually joining the Discord. Um, so it was very funny and uh, surprising to see that he's actually like, I feel like everybody that's ever come to kill me in Rancer or kill the guys that I fly with in Rancer are all in your Discord. Like it's very, like every <laughs> every person that talks that's, has got like probably a kill true. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we ran so into you because... Like, okay, so wait, so let me, so the first encounter, I believe, with your group, which is a different than the Corp you're in now, but we tackled that Chimera and we were in Slepnir Oracle Malediction, right? That that was your Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the same, it's the same people, but a different Corp, yeah. We, okay, we, uh, perfect. Yes. So uh, that fight was interesting because we were just like nanoing hard in that one. So I yeah. was in an Oracle, AP was in a Slep, guys... and Amelia was in a Bling Mally. 
You're, you're skipping ahead of the story. So we had, so there's like some lore here that you're, I'm going to have to quickly brush up on. Basically, oh, we were it. at a conflict. We were at conflict with no handlebars, um, a group next to us. Um, and they were effectively evicting our, our CEO. And they were, they kind of like gave us clemency after they evicted him. But in the process of that, um, we had some very retarded or uh, some very special like setups for our, our camp. So we had a guy that, that's Miss Missile. He's kind of notorious because he's like in, in very close to the CCP uh, servers. So he can kind of like he's he was constantly getting um, points on shuttles and stuff like that. Like he had he had really good ping, uh, but he was getting blobs so frequently that he had to use um, a frigate to camp instead of uh, like a Phobos or something like that. He would just use a frigate with like faction points. Um, and so he'd have two Logi, he'd use two Logi on his accounts, one for Cebus and one for, um, for reps. And, uh, he, he'd just point anything that came through the gate. And so you guys come through in your frigates and he's like pointed, he's like, Oh, I, I got something. I got something. C- come on. Oh, he's, he's, he's attacking me. Hey, Hey guys. So he's like going off. He's like, he's attacking me. He's like, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose the Garmer. I'm going to lose the Garmer. Like this little 400 mil Garmer that he's invested in. Uh, so we're like, we're like, well, all right, we're coming over there. We're coming over there. And uh, then you guys started kind of like pinging off. And then all of a sudden, a Slepnir comes out of nowhere. And we're like, what's going on? Like, what happened here? We're like, we feel like the bag's been like thrown over the head. Um, and uh, this Slepnir, I, I like, I, when I get in a Slepnir, I'm like, I, it, the guns do nothing. When people come to kill me in a Slepnir, it's like it's a doomsday weapon. Like, I don't understand <laughs> how it does so much damage. Um, so it's just popping off against like, our scorpion and our uh our i think yeah. you popped my cerberus at the time actually i was well, in cerberus i was in an, i was in an oracle and you guys kind of left me alone and i made a comment during this like man oracles are great in low sec like in null sec yeah. everyone knows what they do and in low sec i just got left alone and it was like well, <laughs> we were so occupied with that damn slept near because he's i mean it's going like 2k 3k ms or some shit and like we're we're having these reads <laughs> the our our ceo at the time's like okay guys boys come on get in get in the frigates get over there come on get him get a point on him come on boys and uh he's he's going nuts about it and so we're like throwing slashers and interceptors and like they're just getting popped because they can't like we're I mean, low you guys have three like, simmies as well yeah yeah um yeah. so like <laughs> It was, it's just hilarious. Like uh, we're not yeah. people. People love describing gate camps as like some organized crime thing. It's it's way more like dis dis um like aggregated than that. Like uh, there's there's another experience where I don't know if it was you guys, but the Russians and Hagalar like came over and they had like four or five guys and they just like they're trying to get a fight from us, so they camped the gate. They're like, all right, well if you're not gonna fight, we'll camp your gate. We're like, okay, so me and my buddy are getting ready to drop a dread on him. We're like, we're gonna, we're just gonna overwhelming force. We're just gonna get him out of here. Yada yada yada. While we're talking, the CEO of uh, the corp next door, the the guy that um, uh, soy boys, uh, comes over with his double shacks and just starts like going and attacking him. I mean, he didn't even like tell us on comms. He's not even there. Like he, we thought he was AFK. He just Leroy's in and like goes around attacking these guys, and they all disperse. They all run away. So it's like nobody knows what the other like the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing in low sec for gate camps at least like mm-hmm. the intel is not like null sec where it's like on an excel sheet and it's all well calculated it's a lot of like afk dudes just coming back to the keyboard and like charging in like very uh, recklessly at the very least um but yeah. so, go, so go back to the story so uh we uh one of our guys warps in the chimera um to to you guys and now the ceo is like losing his mind he's like 
I can't believe you warped this fucking, you hard warped this fucking carrier to the gate. Are you fucking stupid? Like, he's just going off on this guy. Um, he's just going off on him. And uh, we're, I'm laughing, but we're, like, trying to get him to disengage or whatever. So I throw in a scorpion. I'm trying to jam the, the frigates that are pointing him and whatnot. And you guys are doing wonderful at uh, changing your ranges or whatever to, to keep the points on him for the cycle through. Um, and, uh, yeah, eventually, I, I, don't, I don't know if you guys just stopped or if we jammed enough of you to where he was able to warp off, but... After like losing 500 or 600 mil, I think maybe more than that, um, we uh, we were able to get the carrier out of there at least. So that that was like the win of the day that we didn't like go negative five billion or something like that. Yeah, everyone was a winner then in that in that engagement. That's good to know because we because yeah. <laughs> we felt like winners too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's great. Like so that, that just it's uh, it's it's it fun because like. Uh, the gate camp is content is a is a big part of my campaign. So yeah, I'll, I'll just re re reverberate. Yeah, let's uh let's get into that in a little bit for sure. But first, I think we should just give some kind of context on geography and even why it's important, which is a big part of gate camping, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. It's in, it's incredibly important. Even in faction warfare, like if you're gate camping, like it's important. Yeah. So ten out of ten, do you want to kind of lead us off into kind of? An, a... Sure. Yeah. So. At a really basic level, Eve geography is stargates, more or less, because that's the the most used and most accessible way to move around. Um, but it's also wormhole connections, and it's also you know different security status levels of space and the different rules that apply to them, and it's even. Um, you know, things like system size, because that determines relative yes. to gate camping and also to bubbles and other things in NullSec. Smart bombing, you know, yeah. And smart bombing, like if you can see a gate on D-Scan or if there's anything that you can warp to that is within D-Scan range, you can get intel on that gate without warping into its grid with who knows what is already there. So all of that stuff matters. Um, and it's divided up, you know, in the EVE, info and map and everything as you know system and then systems are grouped into constellations constellations are grouped into regions and then each region i th think are all uniform security status is that true or there's some that are high and low sec what's the what's the question uniform <laughs> security no status are there regions that have more than one type of security status in them? I think there's a couple that have both high and low sec in them. Yeah. So I don't know about the regions, but I know there's a lot of like there's a lot of islands. There's a lot of like low sec or high sec islands. Yeah. There's like all most low sec regions will have some high sec in it, or or so there's you know right. like like Amar has low sec and high sec for example. Like lot, lots of them are split right. that way. And there's some edges of, you know, quote unquote, null sec regions that have a system or two of low sec as well, I think, but I haven't actually checked. Um, and that part just makes a difference because what kind of space you're in determines what kind of rules you're playing under. Are there gate guns? Are bubbles usable? Is Concord going to show up? You know, and it just affects how you choose to engage and what tools you have to engage with. Um, but that also is separated by a you know sort of physical distance a light year measurement between systems which becomes relevant when you get to jump drives 
Um, and that part of the geography, I think, is one of the most interesting interactions between the jump gate, the Stargate network, and the actual jump accessible ranges, because that's what is the kind of thing that's like, that's why there are certain low sex systems near Jita that all of the jump freighters jump to and things like that because yeah. of the either the range to Jita or the range from those systems onward into Nullsec. It also basically makes it uninhabitable um, for the most part because uh, say you want to like take over, like this is something I always kind of drone on about, but like say you want to take over like a piece of like that kind of territory. Like if you dare like threaten any of the big players in the region, whether it's null sec, low sec or high sec, like the moment you attack one of their citadels or uh, what any anything that they use to like jump something in, Fortazar or whatever. Uh, you're you're in you're in hot you're you're in the hot seat. You're going to be seeing a fleet like very quickly. Like you're going to be seeing supers and lots of you. You will feel the full force of whatever uh, opposing uh, entity that you've decided to, to, to disgruntle by dare trying to like be autonomous as a low sec uh, group. Yes, and that's that's a, a big point, um, especially now that you know we talk all the time about how old Eve is and how. You know, there's so many skill points floating around and all that. And one of the effects of that, I think, is that there's just enough jump freighter capable characters around that the big nullsec groups never really need to gate their way out to nullsec. Like there's no there's no real reason for them to ever do that because they yeah. can just do these jump freighter routes. And so they're very protective, like you're saying, of those jump freighter routes. And if you mess with the ones that they use, they'll bring their whole, you know, their whole empire over to secure it because it's their their lifeline it's, to trade yeah, and resupply. The supply line. So that all being said, you know, it results in some of these choke points happening, you know, that used to be when I started playing and for the first couple of years that I was playing, it was always it was notorious that like the entry systems to null the regional gates that sent you into NullSec from LowSec, and especially like the ones that led to certain highly populated areas, were notorious for being camped. Um, and I don't think that's true as much anymore. I don't know. What do you guys have? You guys experienced that much? It is disgustingly like not true. It's it's um especially with the null ones. Like uh, there are a few like entrances to null, especially like northern wildlands. Like I, I used to live near Furligar or in Furligar, and we would um when we get bored waiting for stuff to come through, we'd just go and run around over there and try and find like something to do or someone to kill. Um, and you know we'd camp it, and it's like there'd be there's just not enough traffic in null to make it worthwhile. Like nobody goes through those through those systems the way they used to um for me when i when i when i first started playing it was like any low sec connection to a high sec was like a death wish like you do not go through there and that is definitely not the case anymore i was just gonna say do you think it was just is just a matter of well there's no prey so there's no hunters there we're yeeting out now we're taking wormholes we have all these there connections out we don't have to literally go through all these choke points to go look for people and null so with our, us as the prey there, kind of going through small gang or solo, well, now they're not there to kill us because we're not there in the first place. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think it's a combination of, you know, greater knowledge of wormholes and how to use them. Thera existing, you know, and having often really good connections to a lot of places. So you just go to Thera instead of going to Null. 
Um, and then, you know, jump freighters, like I said, and everything, I think it's sort of a symptom of the maturing player base to some extent that, that there are, there's no reason to risk running those gate camps. So people stop yeah. doing it. So now the gate camps don't happen. You can fly back and forth all you want, basically. What are the icon- iconic gates you guys think of when you think of like Nullsec? So like the ones I recall, so the, there's there's Providence, which is the like uh, KBP, YMP, those two entrance systems of Providence. Yep. There's H- the EC, EC TAC in yeah, the high set connection in Syndicate. There's EC TAC in Pure Blind, which was always a big one. And then there's, yeah, Catch, the uh, Keber's head, head GP gate, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. That, those and those are like, just don't all... ever go there because there's going to be, you yeah. know, 10 dudes on the gate and a couple of supers waiting to warp in. And they're just dead now, like, for the most part. Yeah, you actually have to, you have to, like, it, most in NullSec, like, from my experience like it's very limited like i don't get me don't don't i'm not some voice in nullsec uh, but from my anecdotal experiences like uh when i lived with horde like i had to really go out of my way to go into someone else's turf to find other people a lot of the time um i could find maybe one person in system but i imagine those are just eyes or like somebody yeah. doing an exploration site like it was it was pretty difficult to run into other people unless you're just going into those hubs those little safety like you know 700 800 900 people hubs where they have them like primary people like uh, just yeah. ratting all day yeah there's that's the thing that we talk about in in small gang a lot is how you know most of nullsec um it's not necessarily empty because there'll be ratters in systems um but there's not traffic moving around very much people go to a system and then rat there for a couple hours and then probably take an Ansiblex home, you know, or dock yeah. up in the Astra house that's in that system. So there's not a lot of movement going around, which is too bad because Eve geography is full of interesting choke points, you know, besides the low sec to null gates, you've got like these six or eight system long pipes that are just a chain that there's no shortcut around. And you've got, you know, regional gates that are so that send you so far in light years that jump drives can't really match it so you get capitals moving through them and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and then you've even got you know rancer there's there's not really any reason for anyone to go to rancer except to get to the things on either side of it and what it does is it it makes that trip you know, 10 about or 20 10. jumps shorter. Yeah, about 12 jumps shorter total. It's much It's much different. Like, it, you can actually quantify because it's actually amazing. So um, I've spoken with a couple of the guys that live in Vicamia, specifically Mach 1000, who's, you know, he's just the guy that gets all the kills over there, basically. Uh, once they, you know, you establish a presence in, like, a low-sec system with um, enough supers or enough enough force that we're, like... A, like Vicamia is interesting because it's surrounded by high sec. So like just to get over there, you have to kind of like maneuver yourself around like regional, like low sec pockets to even begin an assault on that place. But it's also like, you know, once, once you get over there and you've established yourself, it's very difficult to like assault it. Um, But uh, the, like that system is, is saving you. So it takes you from eight to 44 jumps. So like, it's so palpably like, like 
in a, a, such a large increase in distance, like people will just take the risk and you can see it on the killboards. I mean, daily they're killing billions. Like a good week for us is when we get like one or two uh, haulers. And, and it's not like we don't get to get them like uh, easy too. like, we're having to like get somebody in a drainal overheat, make sure you decloak this person, make sure, you, you know, set up the drone bubble. Don't put too many because if you do, we're going to get a GM and we don't want to get, you know, somebody banned or suspended again. Um, you, you really have to like do a lot of like uh, maneuvering in low sec gate camp uh, in Rancer to, to get your money's worth out of it. Um, it doesn't, it's not like hard like work, but it's time consuming work. And um, it's stuff that you actually have to be dedicated to. You can't just like expect to catch stuff off the gate, like with no decloaker. Um, Cause you're not going to catch it. Like the best, the best kills for Rancer are cocky T three C's um cocky uh like uh uh dsts that think they can do the cloaky warp trick and not get uh decloaked and then like cocky cranes that are doing expanded cargo holds and think like oh i've gotten through here a couple times yeah 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 i've gotten through a couple times i'll be okay um those are like the big meat of the kills and then smart bombs um that's that's where most of our like probably most of any wealth that we like accrete there is coming from these days like it's uh it is not traveled like a lot of the other like or or the other trade hub uh choke point is um so that's kind of like a a a big part of um something i I thought was interesting and, and merited some kind of change yeah and that's interesting i think um if i uh correctly interpreted other people's reddit analysis um one of these stargates that i know it's a it's a a big big deep hole to go down but uh one of the four stargates that ccp is it appears preparing Mm -hmm. to add to the game adds another shortcut between amar and jita through a low sec yeah and then there's a high sec gate that's coming that'll cut four jumps from the high sec route, I think, was another thing that I read. Um, yeah, that new low sec, that's interesting, just in and of itself. If it, I mean, Vicamia has just gotten... So, like, there's some few... There's some, like, tricks you can do with gate camping. Like, if you start camping that gate every single day, um, people just won't use it. Like, if, if you're just rigorously, like, you just have 24-7 hour, like, uh, coverage on it, people just won't come through there because eventually people do like learn. Um, they, they might come through in frigates, uh, but you'll see a lot more people pinging and you'll see like, like you can only crush people so many times to the point where like, right. They, yeah. They, they do they, learn. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so like uh, when you do that, what you'll find is they'll just, they'll just go around. So you actually, there's like a benefit to you, like just chilling out for a few days and like letting people get through, maybe killing a person here or there. There's like a big benefit of that. So if the Vicamia guys aren't willing to do that effectively, then you'll see these guys go through the other route. And um, it'll basically just kind of go work like that. Like whichever gate's being camped the most, more frequently, I imagine uh, would be the one that is going to take the hit in traffic. Yeah, that makes sense. That's one of the interesting things about camping in Null is that you can, you can create your own little mini choke point with anchorable bubbles in any system yeah. you think will have traffic in it. Um, you don't even necessarily have to have a high traffic gate. Though some people, um, I used to live in Ethereum Reach, and there's a, a, a group called Galaxy Spiritus out there who have been 
living next to and camping the same gate on this pipe in Ethereum Reach for, I don't know, I think it's like 13 years now or something. That's so interesting. Absolutely bananas. And it's changed hands and it's changed, you know, different groups live there and different and whoever lives there just eventually ends up bluing them and they just kill all the like wandering data <laughs> site guys and all that. Like when we were there, we were blue with them because it's just a, a nightmare to try to get through that gate. The guy would like casually, like recreationally decloak my stabbed crane because <laughs> he, because he could. And then not yeah, he's me. just good at it. You'd just be like he's just really good at it. Just just asserting dominance, like that's just yeah. actual like chimp alpha, like basically <laughs> ape together. It's beat, just like, like an uncontrolled reflex at this point. Like something jumps through the gate and he decloaks it. Like and there's amazing. no there's no thought in between. I think. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I think it's interesting that they're adding that new one, um, because gating around you know despite you know what i was saying about all the the jump freighters and all that gating around is still like the most used form of travel and it's the only form of travel in high sec and for most for the most part in low sec obviously you can jump capital ships around um but there's no well you got it's got jump bridges cost, right because the anything. jump fuel is a bit more expensive now so like if you're not jumping it to, to sell stuff you're not going to just jump it for like the hell of it right yeah, if you're not moving for a combat operation in a capital, or if you're not jumping a full jump freighter, you're just not going to do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think, you know, I think one of the things that Eve could use that I know I I recall from your um, your CSM post is like more of these sort of low sec choke points and more ways to make this this geography that we're talking about like. Absolutely. Something that you That's have like to the, choose to interact with or choose not to rather than just like set destination, okay, go next gate. Absolutely. Yeah. So a big part of the um my my campaign, the cornerstone of it is one, a gate campus content, and the other two is it's funny because I actually like lucked out, right? Like I did my campaign post, you can look at the date before CCP even hinted at adding like more gates and stuff like that. Um, but like, as soon as I started my campaign, I, I lucked out because CCP was like, is now adding some more gates. Uh, I, I feel like, um, the structure of like the geography of low sec is so, it's so like live or die. It's, it's not even funny. Like the, there's, uh, I can't even count how many systems and domain and like the bleak lands, like all these random areas that used to be populated. Like they're so dead. And some of these are prize systems, dude. There's like a circle. There's an encirclement of like 10 or 15 0.1 sec, uh, low sec systems together that at, at most have like 100 to 200 jumps per day in those systems. It's just that. And you can get, that's that's where you can get like the, the best uh, soldier clones. So like even the crap spawns from like the, uh, the, the asteroid belts are going to give you like 30 to 32 million or whatever, like each time, like even if you don't get the faction spawn or the Bargast or whatever it is, like even if you don't get any of that, you're going to get um, this like really good trade-off of, uh, of stuff. And it's just not enough to get people out there. It just doesn't matter. Um, so it's, it's insane. Uh, the, uh, the geography like makes or breaks a system. 
Um, and I think it's important that there be alternate routes. Like uh, the bad part about Vicamia, 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 I'd like it if it was like the, the distance between Heck and Jita, where it's like 22 jumps through high sec or um, like 12 jumps or 10 jumps through low sec. So that there's like a there's a premium that you're paying there to be more effective, but you're taking a risk. You know, you know you're taking the risk. Forty four jumps is such a large like uh, increase. It's it's really difficult to like merit that investment oh, of time, especially in like a freighter or something like that. Like you're just gonna you're gonna take the risk more than likely. Right, or you're gonna find another. You're gonna go to a different. You just won't out. go there. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. I think. It's interesting. I think it shows a little more in low sec um, than it does in null, partly because there's just more more sizable groups in null. And you know, Farrell and Casper, let me know if you think you agree with this. But I think null sec systems, despite the lack of like gating around traffic, feel more populated. You know, because there's a couple ratters here and there, and there's like a couple miners here and there, than some of these empty low sec systems because there's just i mean there's no one there it's very true you go through yeah. completely dead nothing areas of low where you're always going to find a dude or rider an eyes a bot whatever but there's always going to be something somewhere in null but what i what i like about low though is like i find it's not that far between systems and you get more like variation like the, the groups are all, a lot closer than in null so in null you can go like 20 jumps and it's like the same frat people right or the same yeah no problem or the same like you know x alliance but in low sec like you go like you can have some action here i'll see like some kills pop in it's like oh there must be, it looks like there's a gate camp here and it's like seven jumps away from where you are in low sec obviously sometimes it's on the other side of the universe but like yep. low sec feels a lot more condensed to me which which i like Right, as you go, super true. Even right around Amamaki, there was like four or five different groups, and you'll get a four or five different responses from each group, even yeah. though they were so close together. That's a really good point. All low secs aren't built the same, right? You could end up in Iridia and have nothing for ages. Yeah, but like you say, like the Minotaur low sec has been popping lately. Like around Amamaki, that whole area, you can like it, you don't have to go that far to to have different things. You know, I don't know. So that aspect yeah. is nice. And we're kind of getting into what I wanted to talk about about you know, geography in terms of player distribution. Um, because, Fuck. you know, like yeah. we we have mentioned, in NullSec, you end up with 40 systems in every direction are like a router or two here and there. And in this one system, there's 900 dudes in the middle. And it feels like CCP has been trying to encourage them to spread out more with the DBS. Yeah, and, the dynamic bounty. And all that. But I'm not sure that it works in the way they want, partly because it's, I think, I suspect, uh, I theorize, because I don't live in Null and I don't do this, but I suspect that, you know, there's no reason to stage any further away than you usually do. You just stage in R1O because you can go 10 jumps to a decent empty ratting system on their jump bridges in two minutes. So, yeah. So the stage of there with like thinking about like because uh, I, I remember I used to live in Horde and like that was something I remember like looking for like the good data sites and stuff. So it's not it's not quite the same, but like you you can't you can't like get the good sites that within ten fifteen jumps. Like you have to really 
go far out. Uh, so you take like two jump bridges or whatever to go on like this little like uh, roaming getting PVE like stuff. Um, and uh, it's it's interesting because like I don't know what the threshold is, but I know two hundred percent like for null. I don't think that's going to be enough. I think you'd need to really like you'd have to like make the the system work more towards like the prioritizing the furthest like system from the center of like the system effectively like forcefully putting the best ones like at at the edges of whatever structure like setup you have or like population aggregation so like say uh, i'm in geminate like if i have 900 people in x system um then like increase the dynamic bounty to maybe three or four hundred percent but put it on the edges of the entire region so people really have to like go out there and like you know, it'd be like four or five different corners or something like that of, uh, of, the, of Gemini. Otherwise, I don't think people are going to do it. It's just, uh, yeah. And I think even when people are going out and doing it now, I think, you know, we see, you know, every time we go roaming in Null, we see 20 or 30 or 100 travel interceptors just cruising around. That's the only ship yes. you see gating. And I think that's, you know, people will, will make the trip once in their Rattlesnake or their Ishtar or their whatever. And then they'll just shuttle back and forth through the jump bridges to their quote unquote home in the staging for fleets and then shuttle back out to their ratting system to rat. But there's no real ship movement. It's just these, you know, interceptors where I I guess it'll eventually be shuttles. Like nullifier changes because of those fleets. Like I remember back then, like Suetonia even was saying, um, I think they're called swordfish fleets or something like that. Um, he was he was saying that like uh, those were still like possible and like uh, they seemed like a real issue. Like I thought like the point of the interceptor was to be like the spearhead of like you know a fleet, but for some reason like that just to people meant like we're gonna fleet up with fifty or sixty or seventy of these and we'll just blap stuff that unless you have a serb on grid that's like with a bunch of cebus like you just there's nothing you can really even interact with it because they can warp off or align and like you'll be dumb and you'll come out. Like I remember losing a bunch of like caracals and stuff, like trying to get close enough to hit these things. And it's like, it was just a very unpleasant experience. Like, especially as like a newer player at the time, like coming back, like not knowing my bearings at all. Um, yeah. Well, that's, that ended up being why combat interceptors lost their interdiction nullification, as I recall, because it was just becoming this, you know, these yeah, but you could just do the same with this one. I mean, like the, the combat one is the, was the crow or was the, um, was the raptor. I, the raptor. I think the raptor was, was good. Sure. So like, yeah, you don't get the increased uh, resistance, but I mean, you get a nice increase on your, your scram range um, and you're able to do a lot more like nifty tricks with that. Like you could still fit it up with a bunch of like, you know, you know guns. I mean, uh, the, the way I've, I personally view the, uh, the interceptors is they're supposed to work like a, like a fast SIG tank um, point. So I'd be more okay with them increasing the scan res and the point range on it and just disabling guns on them and keeping them um, interdiction nullified. Yeah, It's interesting because like most people in small gang don't fit weapons on their interceptors. They fit like a NOS or a probe launcher or something like that. But man, the change, like I'm pretty sad about the nullification changes. I mean, we can talk about it a little bit later too. I don't know what everything yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, I was just briefly yeah. going over like... Yeah, let's yeah let's get into that later because i think i want to i want to talk about the bling mally <laughs> uh, for sure so this you know like we've been saying there's this essentially there's not a lot of t- 
traffic in space. There's not a lot of interaction with the geography. And I, mm-hmm. I think that in NullSec, one of the biggest culprits of that is these zero cooldown jump bridges. Because you never, you're not building up a timer that you, you know, might be an inconvenience later. There's no, yeah, there's never a reason why it's them. not just the best choice. You just go take them. Like you, why would you ever not? The fuel that they consumed isn't, you know, it costs something, but it's not actually a meaningful amount unless you're jumping mass capitals through them. Which no yeah, one that's does. interesting. You know, it's. I wonder if like if a solution to it would be to like say you can only have like one or something like that. Or like um, you can have like two, but like the fuel cost is just perverse. Like something is like very like it really stresses your like alliance out effectively. Yeah, um, because this is like a very serious advantage that you're getting from these things. Like it's like you don't have to change them. Like you can keep them the way they are, where they like you're not letting the the attackers come through and. Um, you're not like letting them be uh, like uh, used. I mean, you get the smart bottle on top of them, but like, it's it's interesting because the the gain is so high versus like the uh, investment that you're getting that you that you're putting into it. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, I think you know they've they've been through a bunch of iterations now where they were closer to citadels and they you know had jump timers and they didn't have jump timers and this and that. And I think where they are right now, you know, there's just, there's no, there's no choice about using them. You just, there's just the better choice is always to use them. There's no reason not to. And that, you know, takes people out of the geography of the Stargate system and the, the, you know, that the, the geography that the rest of us who don't have access to those jump gates have to interact with. And I think that's a shame because a lot of, unintentional interaction happens when people are just gating around and running into each other. Yeah. You can't, you can't get a random gate camps are the only way you get random fights. Like, like unless you're finding a Rorqual, like you don't get like random skirmishes unless like, I remember you could run into like hunting fleets back in the day, you could run into each other and that was kind of cool. But I feel like I imagine that happens way less these days. Um, And then like, you don't get like random interactions. Like you just get, okay they know there's a fleet coming get out of the way like take the jump bridge or take this take that like dock up like it's um it's there's no fog of war effectively so like there's there's no use you, you you've got no like you can't set up a camp in their territory and actually hurt them because they can just jump right over it like if you can find a good choke point where you can just set up a a camp in a system that has nobody in it right so then you could really like actually do something interesting where like you're uh you've you've, you've cut off like a, an important little subsection because you found a wormhole or something like that and now both both of the like supply lines can't reach each other like that's how you get a big fight i imagine um and you can't really do that now or a big response yeah, fleet for sure and the other thing about them is that you know there's no there's no commitment to movement so you can't i i clearly recall when i lived in wormholes once upon a time and the jump bridges were on towers and they did have jump cooldowns. We would sometimes, if we had connections to different parts of a region, we would go out one side and mess with people until they're, they formed a fleet and jumped them all over. And then we'd go out the other hole yeah. because they're, you know, four jump bridges down the line and they all have 20 minutes timers. Yeah. And that's not possible anymore. You're fighting their entire 
jump bridge networks worth of people at any given time, which, you know, some people like Casper's group seem to like doing. Um, but it leads to a lot of, I think a lot of both more formed fleets than you would otherwise encounter and also uh, just much bigger groups than you would otherwise encounter. Yeah, it's interesting because like sometimes I feel like NullSec would be a lot more fun if it was smaller. But then like also you would just have more of that if it was smaller as well. Like I think people would just, they'd be more densely populated, but it wouldn't be like, the type of density that I, I want. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> that go smaller. Uh, yeah, right. I remember I, I tried know. to go on a roam one time to Delve. We, it was like a meme, like we were pandemic horde. We we're just going to go into Delve, and we, we warped in, and uh, we were going through the gates. And all of a sudden, uh, we see a Sino lit. And we see like four or five Titans, and they they effectively doomsday smart bombed the entire fleet, like cruisers, like. I remember that vividly. I, don't, I, I know that Doomsdays have gotten a nerf, but it's like, I imagine you guys are experiencing overwhelming force like any time. It's either overwhelming force or, or you get no response, I imagine. Like, I love how this dude, this dude comes on our podcast and then refers to my entire play style as a meme. <laughs> oh, no, no, I meant like, uh, no, no, because I, we're I'm pandemic horde. Yeah, 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 no, no, we're no, pandemic just horde. Just going so we went on this Rome. It was a giant meme. <laughs> I'm just bugging yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I get it. That's funny. Just saying. So <laughs> this is the case though. You're you're right. There's there's a lot of like overwhelming force or or nothing. Um that's the reality of small gang and roaming in, in Eve. Uh it's you know, you get crushed a lot, you have to run, you you know, people like see a solo dude and then and they're just like, Oh, this guy's a small ganger, like let's log in the this and that and this and that and all the things and let's try and bait him, let's try and trick him, like Let's set yeah, up a gate yeah. camp on the other side of the gate and wait for him to leave and then just frag him. Like all that shit happens and it's just part of the playstyle. Like if you get upset by that stuff, you're just not gonna last very long doing small gang. Yeah, for sure. Um so the 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 one section of space that we haven't really talked about yet is wormholes. And I'm kinda talking gonna talk about wormholes and filaments together because they're both semi randomized travel. <laughs> in I terms think we of how camp all wormholes that's a new policy i'm enacting i don't think there are enough players <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know wormholes have a lot of advantages in terms of geography because you can if you are conversant with them and you know the risks and you know how to scan and you have decent decent scan skills or friends with decent scan skills in some of our cases yep. you know you can skip some of these choke points and cut a lot of these distances down, but it's not permanent, you know, because the wormholes move around and all that. And, you know, maybe yeah. like living in Thera right at this moment, you know, we have a connection nine jumps from Jita tomorrow. Maybe it'll be six, maybe it'll be 23, you know, and it adds a, it's a interesting tool, I think, but I don't think it, I don't really usually think about it when I am thinking about geography on a, you know, any kind of strategic level between any kind of significant group because they can be used and even large, you know, null set groups have used them in the past uh, for various things, but they, no one assumes they'll be there. No one's like, 
this is yeah, the well, plan. You can't rely on so them. It's just scary. Like, yeah. You, you, you war, like, oh, let's go roam for an hour or two. And it's like, well, this thing says it's okay. And then you go in and you'll get people caught out or caught in. And it's like, it's just not a very, like, the best experience that you can really get from them. Um, I, I remember uh, when I got kicked out of Rancer a couple years back, we did like this roaming camp thing where we would kind of, um, we would just kind of go to any of the like systems that had over 900 jumps in low sec. And we would camp there for like a week or two and then just move. Because like I was saying, if you camp for too long, people won't go through it. Um, but like my big dream was like to get into a wormhole and just be able to camp a different like system every day. Like that was my big, big, like massive camp brain dream. Um, and we could never like, it, it was just, the fatigue of like having to maintain a wormholes like SIGs, like just keeping track of them, let alone like rolling them over and over. Um, it's work. Like it's real work. Um, one of one of the things I've kind of advocated for recently was um making it so that wormhole um signatures could be uh instantly um like scanned if you had like the good scan skills, uh five astrometrics and four and all the support ones, just the wormhole SIGs, so you could get more more travel in and out of wormholes. I think that like, I think it, it's just healthier for like the wormhole corpse and it's healthier for people that want to like try and use them to try and like get an advantage, which for small gangs, I imagine you need every advantage you can get. Yeah. I don't know if it needs to be maybe faster to scan, but I don't know. I don't, I, for me, the, the barrier isn't the, the scanning time or the scanning effort. It's the, the rolling and the, you know, the number of active people you need to do all of that maintenance in a way that keeps your wormhole running. Straight up, scanning UI is terrible too. Scanning UI it, is medium terrible. Like it's it's ridiculous that your SIGs all disappear if you log out. And you have to wow. rescan everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you have to use the Eve Scout or whatever, or Pathfinder or whatever to like, and even then, like you, you, you have to scan the signature again. Like, um, I asked the wormholeer what they wanted. Like, uh, what's what's something that they wanted to uh to make their life better? And it was really funny. He said, "I want an SOE carrier or a dreadnought." I was like, wh "Why?" He's like, yeah, "I want to be able to." Do <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I want to be able to do C fives. I want to be able to scan for the new signatures, and I want to be able to roll it in one in one jump if uh, if I with my fucking carrier dread, so that he could just like it was like that's like his dream is like to be able to roll it with one jump, be able to still scan and be able to do his PVE sites in the dread or, or carrier. I thought oh, it was interesting. One. Yeah, he's like he just wanted a Swiss Army knife like for a ship. Like it was it was such that's a funny kind of idea. Cool thought. I never thought of that. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. Tell him to put a buzzard. In his SMA and just jettison in it and swap into it and leave his dread floating in space. Yeah, it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great. Um, yeah, so, sorry for taking off tangents. No, yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah, so wormholes are are an interesting form of maneuverability, but I don't think they, I don't think they had like whatever kill traffic at a given choke point in any significant way because few enough people scan them and they're come and go right yeah no, mm -hmm. they are a good way to get asset safety so if you're stuck with the asset safety camp which is fulagar masaba stuff like that do well masaba you're you're actually just fucked because like that that's a station camp that's not a gate camp um but uh if you're in the other like asset safety uh systems you can effectively easily get out of that situation by um by just uh what's it called uh scanning for a wormhole just find any 
any high sec, like any high sec. Yeah, Be patient. Even a different like high sec. Just get yeah, out of that yeah, system. Just wait, wait a day and just get out of there. Do not go through the other route because you will not make it through. These are, I prom. I lived in Fruiliger for six months. We do not let anything. In fact, we would wait for them to pick up the asset safety stuff so that we could make sure we could kill it. Like we would not, we would not let people get out if they if we knew they had something good coming through. Uh, so just don't don't think you're going to get away with it because you're not. Uh, just just be patient. Yeah, I think for sure. One thing we should talk about with Isaac a little bit. Um, well, like one time, me and the boys retired to nano ganging, so we decided to like do this meme called gay camping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like. Let's talk about gig camping a little bit because I know, like, I read through your CSM uh, campaign thing a little bit, and gay camping is something that a lot of people object to. A lot of people say it's trash. Yeah, they, a lot they of people say it's brainless. It. Yeah, like our playstyles share many things. Um, yeah, and like I don't give a shit if people gay camp. Like, it's it, it's I kind of have your perspective, which is that it creates content. I mean, like I I don't care if people do have different content and Eve like. I know my playstyle is the best, so I don't need people. Like I don't need to argue with people. But I think gate camping is good. Like I think requires more skill. Like yeah, exactly, exactly. Right? Like you know. Well, like I'm not worrying about my transversal at zero (laughs) on the gate. I'm just saying. I mean, so like, but I I do believe, and I I mean I do it all the time. Like if we are roaming around and we see a gate camp, like it's like all right, let's go, let's go fight it. But first, let's throw some shit at it. Yeah, and a lot of the times, like, just like people talk about small gangers running, is like I see gate campers running as well. So, like, in your mind, when when people are gate camping, like, how, like, what do you have to do to get a gate camp to so fight exactly? You yeah, this is run? a great question. This is a great question because it's it's really like it's got interesting answers. So, like, to decide if we're going to take a fleet, it's one thing you got to know about gate campers is it's very rarely a lot of people, man. It's actually more likely to be like three or four dudes with like two to three accounts than it is sure, to, yeah, be yeah, like, for sure. to, to be like, you know, oh, there's 20 people in the gate. That's not it's not actually true. Um, it's, it's more likely that you're going to be like, so you have to think like the one we're not like we're not battle hardened vets that have like experienced wormhole space or uh, experienced like a real fleet of things like my most experience in fleeting is like literally leading a fleet of tornadoes to an opposing camp that was like next and like axiomatic to us. Like, and like that was, it's consisted of like making bookmarks and like warping and, and pinging over and over. So like, we're not battle hardened vets. We don't, we don't know how a fight's going to go the moment we take it. Um, the second thing is like ship size. We're often in Hicks or often in something like a web. And then maybe one of us has got like the retard that's like, I've got a bling vindicator and I'm going to use it. Like, so you'll, you'll have a couple of people that are doing like the, the, like holding the, uh, the, the pointing, the decloaking. And then you've got one person effectively doing DPS. If you want the person to take the fight, what you need to do is like, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this guy. Um, he comes by our place all the time and we'll take the fight because we're stupid. Um, but his name's cosmic cowboy and he'll run, he ran this um this maelstrom the other day that uh, had three XL ancillaries, and so what happens is um you you know when you're camping you get the gate guns so like on top of on top of the gate guns we're getting his DPS and he's not breaking tank and he's got enough ancillaries to the point where like they're they're reloading 
as like you break one of them, like the other one's reloading, yeah. and then he's got the, the so like we're like, oh, oh, we're just gonna die to the gate guns is actually what's gonna about to happen. Like we're actually just he's gonna pop the logistics, pops this, pops that. So like, well, that'll that'll actually happen a lot. Uh, we'll take fights like that. Like one battleship, you can get through two battleships. We'll take. Um, we're very like bombers bar every day. I'm not even kidding. Like you can watch their stream. Bombers bar every day is trying to drop on us. So like people love this shit on us, but we're like, we're prime content for these people. If we're not around, you guys would miss us. You guys would actually miss us. So be grateful. Like to, to all the, like the shit, like haters, like actually be grateful, like that we exist in some capacity. Um, bombers bar tries to, to fuck with us every single day. Um, and, uh, to, if you want like us to engage with like a hauler bait, you need to make a new account, like an alpha account or like, you know, uh, instead of like whatever second account that you normally sub to s save a month, like make an alpha, like give it a good background. Cause when bombers bar is in the next door system and we see 60 people waiting off of like the structure, uh, we're very hesitant to engage with a lot of things. So yeah, that's like the first advice I'd give is proximity we've maybe got eyes two to three jumps out of the system, out of our primary system. We don't have eyes past that. So, so what if, if I don't want to bait you though? What if I don't want to bait you? I want to show up and I want you to actually fight me. What should I bring? Well, I, do you, how am I going to fight you in a four Cebu double extender onyx? Right. I mean, it's not just you though. Like I've come into your guys' systems. You guys had a Varger fifty above the gate. Yeah, you so had the Varger, the Varger on reshipped. the gate at zero. Like sometimes we'll reship. Like sometimes we'll reship when we see something yeah. big coming. So, so, so that's what I'm saying. So, so like if I roll in and I just want to get a fight because I like to fight. Like what? Yeah. What do you got? Like what's what's gonna make you guys not be like, whoa, fuck, hit the hit the asteroid heavy house. stuff. So like come in, come in with a battleship, battle cruiser. We'll probably won't warp off from that. But if you come in with like six or seven. Um, it's not like, it's just not, we don't, it's actually like, not even like ironic. Like what, like our first thought would be like, do we drop like a Hadra? Do we bring a golem? Do we bring a Varger? Like, what do we, like, it, we don't have the proper reflexes to deal with that. Um, we don't know what the right answer is that I'm giving you like a very clear candid, um, like perspective here. I'm not, I'm not holding anything back. Yeah. Like, so, I have no, like, no clue beyond a certain ship size like when you start when you if it's something where you start being like well maybe i should bring a hodred you go you feel like you guys are not sure what to bring so you just like bounce off the gate yeah, just just shoot up, shoot up the highest thing that you can do yeah yeah but if it's one um, battleship then you just like yeah let's go for it now if you want to fight okay. do what these other guys did the russians so the russians and haggle are very smart they they're they catch on to us what does a gate camper need if he needs a fucking gate so if, if you want to come over there and get a fight from us and we're not giving it to you, all you got to do is sit on the next gate over because that gives us enough like security to be like, oh, okay, like, like just cut off our connection to like the, the, the traffic. Um, so like, you know, pretend to gate camp if you need to or even have like somebody just actually gate camp. That's going to infuriate people. Um, mm -hmm. the, the thing with low set guys is uh, – you have a lot of mixed personalities there and there's always a hothead, dude. There's always one guy that is just always angry and is going to like full <laughs> bonobo out. He's going to full bonobo out if we don't deal with this right now. So that's how you get the fight is like you, you just, we see what's actually on grid. And we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll come in and then like it, we will probably like try and over like tune it. So definitely like 
keep one or two of your uh, guys like out of out of sight effectively like out of the next two jump ranges or the two systems over so that way you can equalize it so it's a fair fight because you know you don't want to take a not fair fight um but like that's the way you get a fight so just camp that gate um and uh and you'll you'll get a fight out of us more than likely um there are a couple of things like i can tell you like countermeasures for dealing with gate campers like i can tell you how to make my life hell um and it's very easy people love to like act like it's difficult but it's really not like i'm actually um, more interested in how like what what do you decide where do you decide like i should smart bomb this versus like i should insta lock oh that's a fun question so uh how do you pick what you're going to use or is it just like i feel like flying this today so what you what will naturally happen is you'll feel like you're you like it's i can't even describe it as anything less than superstition like it's like actually like just really dumb like monkey brain logic like you'll see one or two frigates and you'll be like you'll be sitting there and you're like pointer and you're like ah i'm not catching these things and you're like ah i gotta get it i gotta get it and so you'll like reship into your bomber and you'll get a couple of the frigates and then all of a sudden like somebody's coming through in like a praxis or uh or coming through in like something big and you're like fuck 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 or a hauler haulers all the time you'll see somebody coming in a dst and then like you're gonna miss it now so like you're you're panicking that's why i have nomad implants i don't have nomad implants because i um I like uh, like warping less quickly. I have Nomad implants because the most important thing on a Mercurial is the align time. So you don't get pointed by an Arazu that's trying to catch you because that's how I lose mine many times. Um, and so you don't um, get stuck on the gate. And so you can reship quicker. So you can align off quickly to go and um, like get accelerate and decelerate quicker. So you can go through and um, get into the reship because that session timer makes a huge difference in um, what you take or don't take. But uh, you'll, you'll generally, it, it depends on how many people you have. So if it's just you, like you're kind of just, you won't take bigger things. So like, if you see just like two or three characters, that's probably just one person. You're not going to be able to get a fight out of them. Like, it's just uh, like, I'm not sophisticated enough. Like I have, I can fly a hack on my alt and I can, I have my other alt in a praxis that cloaks that I could try to like bump something off of like the gate. Like that's all he does. He's, he's very neutered. Um, and then like my main has like almost 40 million skill points. So like, there's not a lot that I've got to offer in terms of a fight, but like if it's a, right. if it's a prime time zone, you can get, you can get fights pretty, pretty easily out of us. Um, so there's like a bait option, the gate camp option. Um, but the ship that you like lead with is always going to be pretty much the determining factor of like what we think to do. So like, we won't take nano fights as like a rule now, cause we've been dunked so many times by nanos it just it's not even like we don't know what the proper way to respond to it is and the oh, losses are so you do, though we we I, came by the other day and the first thing that came out was that varger and i said in our comms to ap you've been here too many times now they're bringing ah, vargers. like listen listen so, 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 fate, so fate that's fate forsaken that's the only he's in our uh, i should give you the intel on him but basically he's uh He's a big Marauder fan, and he was like that before the changes. To be fair, just so everyone, in case anyone's yeah. curious. But like, listen, you, like we mentioned that Oracle Slepnir fight. Uh, mm -hmm. You guys were, you guys almost killed AP. Like he was bleeding armor at at points in an active shield slep. Like it wasn't that bad. Like he, 
Like the it only thing you could have done better. Yeah. You guys, you got your your Chimera should have instantly primaried my Oracle. I warped off to a station to repair my shields like nine times huh. that fight because you that kept is like so funny. Listen, Oracles are paper. They get hit by everything and they do shitloads of damage. So like you, I mean, you guys didn't play it terribly. I mean, like, like we uh, we, we were quite we coordinated well. people. I mean, yeah. we were quite coordinated and and stuff. I wouldn't beat yourself up. Um, I, I would fight Nano. Bring bring some damps and stuff. Like, if people are gonna run from you, like damp them out so they can't do anything. See, now like, I, that doesn't even like occur to me. Like, you you're like, yeah, do this logical thing. Like, that's never even like occurred to me on like the thought process. Like, my like this is how monkey my brain is, dude. So Bombers Bar tried to engage with us the other day, and my immediate thought was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna send in this like super armor fit uh smart bombing apocalypse so that like the moment he drops a sino i can like jihad blow up a bunch of bombers before they kill me like that like i don't think we a lot of us don't think like properly in terms of like uh the counter of like like that like people will just say bring a serb like that's that would be the our like go-to idea of how to deal with that situation we would have no that's what I mean by like you guys are genuinely battle hardened, and that's that's what I, like I'm trying to break like a stigma here. Like I'm giving kind of an inside eye to like what real gay camps are like. Like this is yeah, this is what you're going to experience. Yeah, you, old people, old man star like this. People in uh, like with few exceptions, like Fruligar, uh, they're they're pretty battle vets. Like a lot of them are um, actually like in fraternity or something like that, or like help out with uh, other like nullsec stuff. So they have an idea of what they're doing. But like mm -hmm. they don't have like all the stuff like that you would need to know like to to handle all this like close encounters like very like we we don't know the differences so like the advantage of uh, the advantage of Suetonius Kestrel with the one kilometer extra and scram range like we don't have a perspective of knowing how much one kilometer matters like how much like advantage you get from one kilometer or like five hundred more move speed or like thirty percent less sig radius like. I don't know what the calculations are there. And I, I like, I don't even know like all the basic metrics. So like everything, like effectively we're like paint, like mixing paint by eye. Like that's, that's kind of like what we're doing. So like, um, if you want to get fights, your options are ca like camp our like income, which is basically the ships, um, or come in with something that looks like we might be able to fight it, but there's no guarantee um come in with like a reasonable size of people we'll try and take the fight um and uh like come in with stuff that's engageable so like if you got stuff that's that's sub two second align we're not gonna fuck with it like it's just not it's not worth the risk or the time like you gotta you yeah know, i mean you have to remember like we're negative 10 you guys can shoot us point us hold us fuck with us we can't do anything back without like engaging the gates which yeah, we had like a small so a small group of dudes and we just kept feeding T1 cruisers to you guys because we were like, all right, like if we play this perfectly, we could probably get some kills. We had like a single auger as Logi, like solo Logi auger. And mm -hmm. we were like, all right, if they make the right mistakes and we play perfectly, we could get some kills against these guys. And we like went back three times and just kept feeding uh, yeah, it was great. T1 cruisers to you guys. But like, I think we killed we killed a battleship once and we got some like Lodgy frags but like it was you know like we were kind of memeing yep. about being the change that we we want in eve right like 
where yeah, yeah. you know Being it doesn't matter engaged. if we have losses on our kill board and we're just like throwing these cheap engageable ships at people getting lots of fights and like you know i yeah some people yeah, had fun that's... some people didn't but like it was yeah i don't know it was interesting but you guys definitely so fought we that did, we did we did um and it's funny because like everyone like cheered like 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 star wars ending movie theater like cheered in the discord <laughs> like like it's like the Jabberwockies or whatever, the like the little freaking uh, miniature. I forget what they're called. Yeah, uh, Jawas. Creatures like yeah, the Jawas, yeah. Uh, going just chimping out or whatever. Like uh, Fate was like bragging on Discord and like uh, Saphir, that that other guy. He he's actually seven accounts. That guy um, that you guys were engaging with. So uh, he's doing nice. like double Talos's and stuff like that. Um, and so you know, it was interesting because it was it felt like good to hear that like we didn't just immediately get our assholes like pushed through our throat um that like there was actually a chance like i think i don't know if they got some battleship or like some 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 i think they got a kill on something that was with you guys or at the same time as you guys that um was rather like large i think it was like 900 mil or something like that so um it was uh, a testament to that and a testament to the varga i guess it being kind of a fucking op ship um but oh, yeah. uh, it's 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 interesting the uh the dynamics in ca- like gate camping are definitely like it's a much it's i guess you would kind of like equate it similar to like mining like it's a lot of waiting like a lot of waiting and then like immediately a lot of action and there's there's some more stuff i could like go into like you would think more traffic is better but it's actually not like camping in a system that has like 2000 jumps a day is doable but you're constantly like on edge and like because of that, what you'll do is um, you, you adapt. So like like you said, being the change you want to see, what we do is um, if if we're seeing like too much movement, like uh, stuff that like it makes like you'll see like four jumps through the gate. You don't know who's together. You don't know who's not. So everything just kind of blobs up in your, your like overview. Like you, you begin to panic. Sure. Um, yeah. And so like uh, we, we tell people to like bring what you're willing to lose. So it's always like bring a Talos, bring a Naga, bring... Um, uh, you can bring a ghetto hick, which is a uh, a freaking um, a gnosis with all power grid supply and uh, a bunch of ancillaries to fit the uh, the fleet, the heavy warp disruptor, the three point, the point, the yeah, three yeah. point long range. So that's a, that's called a ghetto hick. That's a cost effective hick. It's like uh, forty million for the point, forty million for the gnosis, um, and a bunch of cheap crap for the other stuff. And uh, all it does is point for long range and. Uh, it's uh, it's effective. It's useful. So like uh, you'll you'll bring in like cost effective ships. There's there's definitely something to like um when you get hit as a camper, it feels really heavy because you don't have um like you don't have that much resources to like pull from. Like we have Mordu Legion sites in Losec, and that's about it. Like you don't have like a way to build up your income outside of killing people on the gate. So that's why it's like yeah, some gate campers are more risk averse and it's because they're like way over blinging their mods or like, you know, you see people over blinging like T3Cs and stuff like that. And it's just like, you're, you shouldn't be doing that. Like you should be investing in stuff. Like the only blink ship that a camper should have is a smart bomber. And that's to make it avoid losing. Um, but like Rancer's perfect because it's just enough risk to make it like exciting to fly something scary. Whereas, like, if you're flying something in, like, Fuligar Masaba, it's, you don't feel any fear at all when you're in, like, your ships. Like, there's no, um, you need that heart pumping, man. You need, like, oh, shit, am I gonna, am I gonna kill this guy before he gets a point on me with his Sino holler? Am I, am I gonna be able to do this? Or, or like, am I gonna be able to 
disengage quick enough? Am I, am I going to be able to jump through the gate in time? Like, those yeah. are exciting points. Like, it that's, just brings that's a lot. Fun is. That's why we do yeah. what we do, too. Like, you know, we want to go fight four versus 50 or whatever because it's like, is, you know, can how I many, actually can do you get? Am yeah. I going to pull this uh, out? How many, how many can we pop? Like, what, what are we going to do? I'm, I'm very like, it's, if, if, small gang was like so much easier in time to invest like i i would definitely be all about like doing that it's um i i, I tell a story about like pandemic horde and like forming up for an hour warping gate to gate with carriers and dreads because everything's sino jammed getting to the system waiting for an hour and then the fight doesn't come and then you have to move back gating all the shit for another hour. it's like four hours of wasted time so it's like once you experience yeah. something like that, you you like you just can't even imagine like doing stuff like oh, that again. Just four hours. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, exactly. Well, if, you, if you get into the fight, that's when it extends to ten hours. Yeah, the yeah. And that, so it's funny. Right. Like I should consider myself lucky. So let's let's kind of wrap, start wrapping this up and get into uh, a recent announced change. Not final yet, but so let's. So I'm just going to get lay some ground rules for this quick chat. We're not going to hypothesize on what they should do or what talk about what they should have done. No, you know. We're only going to assess what has been proposed, what's in the blog, what's on Sissy. I want to get some hot flash questions with you guys right after this too. Like just Yeah, yeah, short, sure. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that on the outro. So okay. nullification and warp core stab changes. So basically, guys, nullification is not passive anymore. It's now a low slot module with a long ass cooldown and a short duration. You hit it to make yourself have nullification, basically. Uh, a whole bunch of ships, so a bunch of ships that didn't have nullification are able to fit this mod. Not all ships can fit this mod, but there is a list. Uh, some of the notables in that list include like uh, T1 frigs and faction frigs and stuff like that. So like a Daredevil, for example, you could do a nullified Daredevil. Um, or warp Dramiel. core stabs. Yeah, or a Dramiel. Warp core stabs. Uh, the big highlights there are uh, it's a single module, and it's, again, an active module, and it gives you three warp core strength. Um, and then there's some penalties uh, for, like, drone bandwidth, and you can only have one. I love so, that. So it, it's good, but, it, like, we'll get to it when we talk about Ishtars yeah. and I love Ratters, it too. I mean, that's the target Smart Bomber there. with three points, like that's oof. Uh, you're giving me all the benefits this year. So yeah, it's interesting. The, I'll get to the, st the the thing I hate the most is that yeah. is on the nullification. It has a penalty to lock range and scan res, and fleet inties lost nullification. Obviously, they're in that mix. So basically, if you want to have a fleet inti that's able to do its job, which let's like. If you've ever been on a small gang room with someone who knows what they're doing in an interceptor, someone who's flown it a bunch, it is it is fucking amazing. It they it's they a, make your fleet work. And yeah, if you've been in a like, small gang with someone that isn't that's in an interceptor, it's <laughs> it's fucking painful, guys. Like it is it's yeah, yeah. painful. And nullification that on a fleet interceptor allows you well, it allows you to be aggressive. It allows you to warp down on grids that are bubbled. It allows you to like warp to gates and not get ganked and actually scout for your gang. So like, it it's like, I mean, gate camp. I, I said I like like people gate camping, but like in Nullsec, having a fucking it's saber in the middle of nowhere that just ganks your like bling mally, and people will like flame me for like oh bling mally, but I fly my bling mally hyper aggressively, and it 
creates content for us. Like it's it's an, a content enabling ship. And now, I mean, I'm not going to fly my Bling Mally because it's not worth it when I, I'm just going to end up landing in a saber bubble somewhere, get fragged before I can do anything. Like, So the I, interesting like, thing here about gate camps in Nullsec is one, obviously they're very, very, very different. Um, you get, like as a gate camper, you get way more benefits in Null. So like the big like measurement there is uh, how much traffic you're getting and what, what the like people live there, what's the response like stuff like that like those are the things you value as a gate camper there but like the the changes for this have actually made it interestingly more beneficial and more dangerous for campers so now uh with the changes like you have to bubble fuck the exit of the gate the entry of the gate and the other side's exit or entry of a pipe system so effectively but it's not more dangerous well you're trapped in there so say a fleet comes through there right i cannot warp off like anywhere like uh, if if you're using like the drag bubbles or something like that, like yeah, um, it's 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 obviously it's dependent on like the ships. So like if you're just sitting there in fucking cloakies, like that's kind of fucking lame. Um, but if you're sitting there in actual ships, like you're trying to get a fight or trying to just kill people, like effectively, um, then you're not going to be able to leave the system. Like it's become like you've turned the entire system into like the Thunderdome. Kind of, except you don't have to do that because you're still going to catch I mean, more people catch than you would have before. But I, well, you you're still gonna everything, but you're still gonna have a net increase in things you catch because not everyone is gonna have the foresight to use their module in the system. The one I'm system telling you, the logic of a it. camper is one thing gets away. That's the dude with like 90 skill injectors. Like we're yeah, very know, stupid. You, I'm just saying because you said you said it's more dangerous. So like, I mean, it's a it's a huge buff to gate camping in Nullsec. It it is it is uh, like yeah. more blockade runners are going to die than the, like people think it's gonna be helpful, but like they're gonna die. Like the DSTs are going to die more. Block raids are going to die more. Yeah, you think even though they can now be nullified? Yeah. Well, that that's the one. I think that false sense of security is going to make them like very stupid and make bad decisions. But more importantly, like you just bubble fuck the other sides of the gate, and they can't do anything about it. Yeah. Like I guess the run into the, bubble. the the ones that warp to a safe or a planet cloaked. And wait Bro. for their cooldown to go through the next gate. The deep are they going to be the ones who live? Catch bubble is going to be epic. Yeah, yeah, but you're going to activate it towards the gate, and then the you're going to jump. The requirement skill for the the camper is oh, reduced, true. and like the the skill so, gap for like the hauler is increased significantly. An interesting thing that I read on Reddit today, um, as I was perusing this, is that according to CCP Swift, the <laughs> module. Deactivating mid-cycle when you enter warp is a bug. Okay. Uh, and he doesn't know if it will persist through gates, or he didn't. You know, he said he he thinks he knows the answer, but he wants to double check before he he confirms incorrectly or something, which I understand completely because yeah. say one thing on Reddit and then you'll hear about it for until the end of yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It's not true. But true. if if it is true that it persists through things like entering warp and um, maybe jumping gates, then potentially, you know, if you if you time it very well, you might be able to use it on both sides of the gates. And it also would make the bonus that the formerly nullified ships get, they get a hundred percent bonus to duration, which in its current state on CC is totally meaningless because as soon as you enter warp it deactivates. Huh. <laughs> so yeah, you're like, it. 
the only use for it is to like turn it on, fly around on grid for twenty seconds. And yeah, then fuck around out. and stuff, and then yeah, <laughs> you know. But like, why wouldn't you just yeah. turn it on when you're ready to leave? Yeah, that's uh, funny. So potentially, the ships that formerly had nullification may be able to use the same activation on both sides of a gate. TBD, yeah. and a whole bunch right. of this is TBD. And how about warp course tabs? Let's talk about these Ishtars because we could go on. Like TLDR is, I'm pissed about in fleet NTs. Just curious, what what would you have done if they like allowed that on battleships? Like, would that have been more interesting or less interesting if they had nullified battleships? In I think that'd be like, super dumb. It was, right. It's already like baffling to me. Like, I don't understand what the purpose was. I just don't the know. Would that make more fights? Why are they giving it to all these ships? Yeah. If the purpose if you, wasn't to get rid of nullification, why are they taking it away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Ishtars. Let's talk about the Ishtar or the yeah, ratter change. Drone, the, drone bandwidth is a thing. The the TLDR is it's even if they because Ishtars used to fit three warp core stabs, many of them. It was very common for a triple warp core stab fit, right? I believe that's yeah. right. And they have a plethora of lows, so they can still fit some damage mods. And now the thing is, is they can fit more damage mods, one warp core stab, and have the same warp core strength, but in an active module. So they lose bandwidth, but they gain the ability to fit more damage. It's still a net nerf to their damage, but I don't think it hits them like quite as hard. Is it actually a net nerf? You did the math? I saw someone that I know minus 50%, that does math. I thought I read. It's minus so, fifty percent to bandwidth, so even with two extra lows, so they can for only have two drones. Well, they'll, what they'll do is they'll use one heavy, three mediums, and a light. Is what ends up being the max DPS option. Yeah, and they have one twenty-five, right? So isn't a heavy a twenty-five uh, bandwidth? So they'd have, so if it's one twenty-five and it's cut in half, that's uh, what is it? It's 60 like sixty-two something? or something. So you'd you'd be able to do one heavy. You'd yeah, you'd have to do one heavy instead of two heavies, which seems one heavy, three mediums, and a light. It's like a twenty five percent damage nerf. Yeah, comes down give, to. give or take, yeah. depending on whatever. what their fit was before. Whatever. But they're still going to wow. do it. Yeah. Right. Like I don't know. That seems so. Yeah, that doesn't seem like it hits what you want it to hit. Like you, I guess their immediate logic would be like, oh well, if we cut it in half and they can only use two, like. Then they won't do it, or they'll only do it with like two. Like, Spool up I, another I bot. Know. Yep. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know. Although it was maybe, that poor. maybe, maybe it's more active ratters that do warp core stabs, like dudes at their keyboards that are like doing other things. I don't know because why would you stab your, a bot? Your bot warp back in timing after it's used. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> maybe it's a net nerf to botting. I don't know, but that's the gist It'll of be it. Like to see how many people swap to Gila's instead. Because they yeah. were never, so they're not going to be dealing with this penalty, and so they're a little less safe. But you maintain the higher DPS. I'm just upset about my bling melee. That's it, guys. Like I, I like I just want my bling melee to to keep it. It's like the lock range and scan rest. It's just like you already have to fit lock range rigs on interceptors. Like <laughs> I was just yeah. so. It's like you can we get some like, lock lock res uh, implants, please? That's going to be like my fucking. <laughs> Can we get like uh, scan res slaves, please? I would like that. Thank you. Uh, nice. No, uh, yeah, the, it seems like it. The, like your Mali, like it seems like it. It just ruins everything. Like if you can't, if your if your main interceptor can't 
land like a point quickly. It can't uh, go through the uh, bubbles. Like it's it's not fulfilling the role. the The big issue is like, do they want the, the the scepters to be the tackle? Do they want it to be the baby hick, or what do they what do they want out of these things? Is the better question. Yeah, and that's really pretty unclear from what I've seen of their communication about this patch so far. Well, I'd like say they they don't want it to be a mass used nullified harassment yeah. type fleet. That's what they don't want. Right, but um, they're not fixing that. They're building a bicycle instead because Suetonio brought up a good point about this. Um, a big, like he said that uh, he's actually hoping they bring back the gate camps. Like this was his response on stream yesterday. It was like, he's hoping this like thing will make the gate camps like more popular again, because now like um, you're not going to be using like nullified frigates that much. And so like camping your space, like when you got the nullified frigates, he said like the camps went away because they could just get like right through your space. And like, yeah. it didn't mean anything. Um, but he's saying he, he's hopeful that like now, like there's going to be like a, a bastion, like there used to be a, effectively like uh, the, you know, the AFK guys just camping the gate over there, like protecting their space. So yeah, I mean, we'll see. I hope so. Like I would be, if, if there's more dudes in space to fight, like more easily like dudes that are just like hey come down in your caracal and camp this gate there's some people around like yeah. i'd be more fine with that and having to give up my bling mally and the interdiction there like but we'll see we'll see all right let's move into the do you guys have anything else to add on that we gotta wrap this up it's getting Not real that, long no. yeah, yeah you sorry. Do your thing hopefully there will be your, some uh, i got some, yeah i got some yeah. flash questions for you yeah okay let's do that Okay, so um, there's a couple of changes that I like. I have listed in my campaign, but uh, I won't like go too deeply into them. But so I know you're a big fan of the Navy rework. I'm curious, would you be interested in them doing something like they did with the Enforcer, like have the Navy um, b like role bonus be based off of like an extra additional bonus for your sex status as a higher? Like if it's higher sex status, it does more, like active rep or whatever. Um, something to that effect, and then the inverse for pirate ships. I was wondering what you would think on something. Uh, like that. Super quick answer is no. I think that's really dumb because Eve's systems to to take care of standings and or sex status are complete garbage. So that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think interacting with the underlying system is yeah not but the underlying yeah, system yeah. is better. So, sure. It it's a, it's an interesting system, but if the underlying system is just going to remain the same, then no. It, it, yeah. So that's a, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. Um, what about uh, brawlers? So, like, all brawlers effectively have no advantage. This is something I've listened to you guys and Sutonia kind of go off about. Uh, they deal with all the E War stasis. Uh, what's it called? Uh, like disruptor. The uh, all the E War scrams, webs, everything. Uh, but they gain no effective, like, not much more damage, and no increase in EHP at all. Um, the same exact EHP, a, fer a blaster ferox and a rail ferox is the exact same EHP. So, would you be interested in seeing those brawler ships, anything that's got uh, the 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 short range, high power grid, whatever the, the setup is, um, getting like a situational buff effectively when you've got these equipped in all the slots to either increase your speed, increase decrease your sig radius, or increase your EHP or something to that effect. Would you, what, what, what do you think about something like that? You talking like T3D modes for battleships? No, no. Just when you... So, like, imagine I have a Ferox. When I put on a blasters, only blasters on it, I gain 25% oh, like oh, resistances. Oh, 
similar to something that's on on, yeah kind kind of um i i like that parts of that but i also know what would happen and you'd end up with like you know like mjv abyssal linked things shoots 50 kilometers or, or just like you'd have a you'd have a, a Bargus that, that would just be an MJD scram boat to catch people that would now have even more EHP. Oh, so you think they would they would use it? Okay, that's really lame. So you think they well, would they, not they already use it. use it? People already use it for that, right? Like, yeah, like people already just like oh, yeah. When you have, so when you're fighting like the blob like... against many, you can do stuff like that and just like all right, I'm just going to catch things and not give a shit about doing damage. But I so like that aspect I don't like, but I agree with you that like brawling should be better than it is. Like it sh- there, there should, should be, be some... some advantage. I mean, you you should have some kind of like you're going in there. Like you get you like I I can't even like there's got to well, be a speed leave bonus when you or brawl. something. Like you just die. You just die so like damage is applied to you so effectively. Like it's it's insane. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. There's something. something. Or or yeah, nerfing thing. range or something. Yeah, yeah. Or make it so that range loses HP, right? You, like make it so if that you nerf range, you buff brawling just hand in hand. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it's zero sum. I didn't think about it like that. That's a good point. What else you got? Uh, yeah, that, those uh, just restructuring low set, but you guys seem to be like interested in that. So let's they're, they're, effectively there's no um well done. Uh oh, um, uh, so yesterday was like the first time I've seen this uh, Ron USMC test. They used the skybreakers. Um, this was something that like I had actually um, kind of suggested. Like I, I've been suggesting uh, like a couple years back that they make an anti-drone, anti-fighter ship, something that like took reduced damage from fighters, but do increase damage exclusively to them um, or to drones, etc. Um, but these uh, these skybreakers fucked fighters up. It was actually really interesting. So um, I, I don't really know like what the application is, but it seems like a good way that you could punch up effectively against um, things like super super uh, fighters or whatever. And um, I don't know. It was just something I wanted to bring up to you guys. I, I was curious what you thought about like uh, th- that, uh, that aspect of them. Works in 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 the kind of numbers test pulls. Um, because the the application of the Edencom guns is pretty bad, mm-hmm. uh, and you can't focus fire effectively. Um, mm-hmm. So you just need enough to hit all the fighters a hundred times. And yeah. in the kind of numbers that we usually use, you hit all the fighters six times and none of them die. Ah, is what ends up that's happening. You know, because they're they. They're a really difficult to balance weapon system because they hit a bunch of targets. Yeah. So if they do a good amount of DPS to all those targets, then they're the only thing anyone flies. If and they if they do that gun to do extra damage to drones, it would be kind of a cool niche for it. It would be. That would definitely be interesting. And I also liked um I forget who was talking Take about them. the other day, maybe Stitch uh, suggesting that they implement a different kind of ammo for them that makes them single target. So that you can pick yeah, whether or not you're yeah, doing that. that. So that was interesting. The, the the concept behind like making you take less damage from fighters and increase damage to just to fighters was just um it gives kind of like another role. It makes a new role, uh, which I thought was an interesting like, oh no, they have a bunch of like guys that are in uh, you know anti fighters. So like, don't bring yeah. the fighters, just bring dreads. Well, there's, there's a little bit of that already with space superiority fighters, which do have a 
you know, an afterburner that reduces the damage from other fighters and they have really high application weapons to hit other fighters and that's what they're for. And that's what um, non-super carriers end up getting used for in big Nullsec fights uh, a lot of the time. That's interesting. Well, I'm glad you guys liked it. I, I, I like the idea yeah. too. Yeah, uh, but that was it. That was it. That's all I got. So it's all, you, you guys are good, whatever cool. you want to do. Well, let's wrap it up because we're like an hour 45 <laughs> in now. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's it's the gate oh, yeah, yeah. Good. Um, you guys got some shout outs? Yeah, I Cash, got one. You got one. Uh, we just had the, uh, the Anger Games finish up. A great little tournament that happened. Um, we were fortunate enough to totally win uh, another second place. So uh, now it's, I think, a four or five in a row. It's pretty cool. Uh, big congratulations, honestly, though, to Templist. They kicked their asses again. Freaking Kadai role players coming out of nowhere since whatever freaking AT that was. So A, screw them, but B, congratulations. Good job, guys. Yeah, I watched that, um, that best of five finals was a really good set of matches. Yeah, man. Even to watch, and I'm sure it was a lot of fun for the people playing. Are these on, on, like, just Twitch, or are they uploaded to... I feel like nothing's ever uploaded to YouTube. Like, I would love Uh, it if they are. I think they are putting the matches on YouTube. It was streamed on Twitch, and they usually put stuff on YouTube. I'm a boomer millennial, man. Like, I'm allergic to Twitch. Like, put it on YouTube. (laughs) It's like, it doesn't exist in my world. (laughs) Like, that's my life. Um, As a shout-out, I guess, um, I would... uh, I just, I, if you guys have enjoyed any of my uh, commentary about the idea of restructuring LOSEC, please check out my campaign post. I'm not affiliated with any of the block candidates. I'm independent. Um, and I'm just trying to represent in the, a vision and represent the people uh, of LOSEC. So um, I've got some th- like suggestions for like ease, lots of quality of life suggestions, lots of like stuff that can help high sec and like wormhole and null and fucking low. But um, like I, I'm primarily low, and uh, so if you live there and you want to have more systems that are worth fighting for, please give me a consideration as a CSM. That's all I'll say. Thank you. Um, hey. What about you? Oh, I I'm gonna have to give my shout out to Atrof, dude, dude, and Gorin that uh, <laughs> help help me set up Pathfinder. He, I'd never met him. Spent hours in voice with me hold my hand so thank you thanks friend uh yeah nice to student eve yeah can't confirm that guy's awesome. been kicking ass for us very cool uh you can't sell bookmarks anymore out. can you uh no you cannot well you kind of can wow. but it's complicated um yeah. i'm gonna shout out ccp convict because i got up this morning and while i was having coffee some part of my computer informed me that I might be interested in watching someone streaming Eve <laughs> on Twitch. I don't remember why I chose that. Um, but I watched the stream for a while and he's been doing this thing where he uh, goes around on an alpha character with no, you know, no legacy resources nice. and transfer any money or any of that kind of starting from scratch. And he's just going around doing some explo and things. And it was, uh, you know, it was cool to see a CCP person playing Eve, A, and also just the way he was sort of interacting with people and explaining what he was doing was a really nice, like, you know, not every every piece of Eve 
media has to be 10,000 titans dying in a fire. It can be like, oh, someone came into my system and now I'm I'm explaining that I'm watching D-scan at different ranges and seeing these probes coming closer. And so I know now I need to get out of the site. And that's the kind of thing that I think new players will find and, uh, quite valuable. That kind of stuff. Yeah, that's no, no that's one. Well, I just like that because sort of hear it as people do it, but you no one really teaches you that. Yeah, that's cool. I like there's that. A, there's a guy awesome. on Twitch uh, I was watching last night that's like 90 hours old or something like that, and uh, I, I had a lot of fun asking him like questions, just basic questions, like because you want to know what like is the pain points for a new player and like some stuff that like you don't even think like he was like describing is like the HUD was so confusing to him, like he didn't understand like what part was his health. What part was like, uh, like just stuff that you kind of take for granted the, uh, the, like the active display, like the six little buttons to the left of the HUD, like what they do and what they mean and stuff like that. Um, and there's like, there's, there's a, a hands off approach on a lot of the, uh, the tutorial stuff. So, like, he was just describing like a lot of the knowledge he got was like he just turned on the stream and people came in, like, helped him. Like, you know, some guy found him, gave him a bunch of money, gave him like a hundred million esque. So now he's like flying a caracal and doing a level three missions. And it's interesting because it's like you just want them to not be experiencing like the most boring parts of the game is their like experience. Like it's like something inside of you is like screaming, like let's just just find any corp. Um, so yeah. I, I don't know. Like I just uh, I wish they could find corpse easier. I wish there was like a way yeah. you could help. For sure. Um, yeah. If you want to check out what I was talking about, you or any of our listeners. Um, it's on CCP's Twitch channel, the starting from scratch with CCP Convict series he's been doing. So that's cool. Nice. And, and make an uh, overview. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it everywhere I go. Make an, I don't pick ZS. I don't care. Pick one and give it to them and they can alter it later. Like just, you have no idea the stress that's of a new player seeing like okay. 9 million NPC pirate, like, not even pirate the uh the like concord ships that are orbiting the gates like ah oh my god what's going on like just everything they don't need to see it man that's it sorry <laughs> right. i like it i like it I like it enthusiasm passion please, please clap Nash. Please clap yeah right. all right guys well i think that's it right like that's the yeah. we're going to wrap yeah, it up that's it Oh, shout out to you guys. Listen to the Less Than 10 podcast. You guys have been great. And oh, the 07 fun. coffee. Drink the 07 coffee. Drink it. Um, All right. Yeah. <laughs> nice, guys. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for making it through. And just remember, until next time, it's not the size of your gang. It's how you use it.